Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang sword style. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu Tang sword can defeat me? On guard, I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. migrants that title within itself not accurate because it's deeper than just border patrol confronting migrants so let me let me give you the translation of what really is happening these people are on 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 horseback with whips is that is that the proper caption these people are on horseback with whips whipping the hell out of these People of color, black people, trying to get into the country from Haiti. That's what's really going on. They're on whips like Django. Excuse me, on horses with whips like Django. 12 years a slave. Amistad. That's that's what's going on. We, we, we have devolved and gone back in history 200 years. Let me keep reading. At one point in the Reuters video, an officer's horse nearly charges into one of the migrants who falls back and into the water. The video shows the officers at the water's edge twirling the long reins as migrants cross the border at the U.S. shoreline of the Rio Grande. Then as law enforcement officers attempt to corral the migrants, one of the officers appears to whirl the horse reins near one of the migrants. Vice President Kamala Harris called the images horrible and said she supports an investigation into the matter. I don't know what investigation is needed. Back to Kamala Harris. What I saw depicted about those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And I fully support what is happening now, meaning the investigation, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. That's what VP Kamala Harris said last week. Now I have many, I have many opinions about, about this issue, but first and foremost, for, for those that listen in, in the African-American cohort, which is, which is a large part of my audience, not, not all of my audience. Cause we do the healthcare stuff. We do the corporate stuff. We have some real great people that listen to and, and support the show. But why, why are you surprised? I'm not surprised to see those images. I'm horrified to see those images. I'm nauseated to see those images. I'm livid and angry, and it brings tears to my eyes to see those images. But, but one thing that I'm not, one, one adjective that I would not use is the word surprised, because I'm not surprised 
to see those images. And now this isn't a I hate America rant because I don't hate America. People on the far right, especially as we grow in prominence, they'll try to paint me as someone that hates America. I don't, I don't hate America. I have Operation Song come on the show, people that defended the country. I've talked about, I've been one of the few, especially African-American hosts that have said, hey, police, I support you. Ask anyone where I live in my town. If I, if I go into a bar and I see a policeman group in that bar, I buy a round of drinks for them. And I say, thank you for your service, keeping my neighborhood and, and zip code and community safe. So I don't hate police. I don't hate law enforcement. I don't hate the government. I don't hate America. I don't hate people of Caucasian descent. I'm not blaming somebody listening to this show in Seattle who's white for the actions of these Border Patrol officers. I'm not doing that. What I am saying that this continues to show that in the pantheon of humanity, the, the, the dark man of color, the dark woman of color is always at the bottom. Because we see those images and when we see what's going on when there have been these type of civil wars or, or unrest or, or acts of God, as you've seen in Haiti, when it's happening in an Anglo-Saxon area, it's always painted as the people need to be liberated from violence, especially if it's violence from non-Christians. So in areas of, of kind of where Russia intersects with the Middle East, the narrative is always that, that the, the Anglo-Saxon people from Russia and Eastern Europe need to be liberated from their captors, which often may have an Islamic background. People coming in from the Middle East that practice Islam. Islam's always the enemy. Christianity is always the victor. Even if, as we saw in the news last week, I'm pro-America and pro our troops and pro our our generals. But they reported that they that they mixed it up. They 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 bombed the wrong people. You're trying to kill Islamic terrorists. You mapped it out wrong. You ended up killing close to a dozen innocent people minding their business. Now, if you're in one of those places where you're just minding your business, you don't have any control over where you were born. You don't have any control over what religion you were born to, into. You don't have any control that the country that you were born in has been at odds with, with the United States and has, has people, has Taliban, has Islamic terrorists, has people that are on the wrong list for individuals in the United States, which is still the most powerful country in the world. You don't have any control over that. All you know is that you're a 13-year-old, you're minding your business, you're trying to get some, some sleep, trying to get some education, trying to spend time with your family, and you have a missile 
come and hit your neighborhood. It kills, kills relatives, kills friends, kills loved ones. In that case, who's the terrorist? Would, would you not grow up, Vicky, that, that people from the United States who I love are the, are the terrorists? If that happened to you? Would you not grow up wanting to do harm to the United States because of that incident? And we gloss it over those of us that live here. Well, hey, you not you might have to take out some some good people to get rid of the bad people. But that's not a perspective from the other side. And and for those coming in from Haiti, we know I lived in Arizona for for many years. So I lived I lived 100 miles from from the Mexican border. I spent a lot of time on I-8 driving from San Diego to Phoenix. So I know, I know all of the little border towns from Tijuana to Nogales. I'm familiar with those border towns. I've been to those border towns. I've seen the difference in lifestyle just on one side of that fence to the other. I've seen the abject poverty. I've seen the plight of people in Mexico. There's a growing movement of individuals that detest and hate the fact that, that people from Mexico and other Central American countries where they don't have the things that we have in the United States want to come here. And it's one thing to want to build the wall. I'm, I'm not against building the wall. I factually know the, the insurance in Arizona is the highest insurance in the, in the United States. And you know why? It's because there's so many people that come over from Mexico illegally that don't have insurance. You be driving your car, minding your business, somebody bangs into you. That person doesn't speak English, doesn't have insurance. And you're SOL. Got to pay for the repairs yourself. I'm not against. It's not racism to want to have sovereign borders of your country. That doesn't make you a racist. What you see in those pictures does make you a racist if you support that. Because human beings are human beings. So we've seen it will put Mexicans and their children in cages because that's what they did. And I'm not making it a Trump thing, a Biden thing, an Obama thing. We know that they will put children in cages like animals and give them space blankets to sleep on and for warmth in these facilities in Texas, in New Mexico, in, Mex- in, in, in Arizona, and in California, that border, that border Mexico. What we've seen is, is the next step because in the, in the pyramid of humanity, the dark person, the Haitian, as, as former President Trump said, they, they come from bleephole countries. They're worthless. That's code. They're worthless. They're subhuman. They're animals. So if you put Mexican children who are innocent, because not the Mexican, they're not the criminal mastermind, right? It's not the Mexican, it's not the eight-year-old Mexican that said, hey, you know, they didn't go to Griselda Blanco. They didn't go to El Chapo and say, hey, you know what we're going to do, El Chapo? is we're only eight years old. They'll never see us coming. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna smuggle cocaine in our intestines. We're going to swallow cocaine balloons and bring them into the United States, and no one will ever expect that for us. That's not what eight-year-olds are doing. Eight-year-olds are exploited. Eight-year-olds are the victims here. And we put them in cages. 
What do you think they're gonna do if there's a if there's a mass exodus of Haitians that are displaced by the earthquake and other and other series of natu- national and natural disasters that they've had? Because we've seen the Biden administration talk about bringing in 100k Afghans. Because once again, Afghans higher on the pantheon, on the racial pantheon globally. People be mad at me for saying this. Fortunately, I own the network. Black people, African people, are always the last, always treated the worst, always spat upon. And what was going on in those pictures is sadistic. What's going on in those pictures, those people are, from what I see, and this is my opinion, we see people enjoying lassoing and whipping these people of color as if they were cattle. And I implore people, I'm not, I'm not the conspiracy theorist. I'm not looking to start stuff. I'm not encouraging anger, hatred. That's not really what I'm about. But you better watch what you see with that. Because what, we're, what we continuously are doing is we're, we're resetting the bar. It's that people of color. In these hard times, where you're worried about the COVID-19 pandemic, people are losing loved ones. People are losing jobs. People are fearful. People are angry. Race relations are the worst that they've been in 50 years. You're setting a precedent that people of color don't have rights. It's like we're back in 1955. What's to stop these people ultimately from just opening fire? Because if you accept cages and you accept whipping and lassoing, you're getting you're running out of options. You're almost getting into where it's a East Germany, West Germany situation in, in the in the 80s. If you try to cross over into into from, from West Berlin to East Berlin, you're shot on sight. Go to the Fox News comments. I won't even I'll read maybe read some of them when we come back to the next segment. Go go to the Fox News comments. And see what people on Fox, Breitbart, what they think about Haitian migrants coming into the country. And how that there's a, a, a very large cohort of people that truly believes these individuals are subhuman and should be treated like they're treated in those pictures. Or perhaps even worse. Paragon 7 Studios. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so we finally come out with a solution and we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the the greatest people in America, our American farmers and through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, 
you're at a farm. The produce is picked and prepared and it's boxed in a full cart fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help Feeding Children Everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. The construction Tims are classic in Philly they and are. New York. They are. Connecticut. James Lewis. I've never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, you definitely from Uptown, New York. You're definitely Manhattan, from New York if you shout it out Connecticut. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios. Stop just going to random. These are random Fox News comments. Human rights is not a, a political issue. I'm not. I'm not saying that you should let everybody in the country. I actually don't believe that. I'm saying not to whip people at the border that are trying to cross over from Haiti because there's an earthquake there and people have lost everything that they had. There's no infrastructure or any place to go back to. So here's River 2016. Her comments, we we are quickly being taken over by a foreign body. My guess is China, but who knows? It could be the globalists and the seven companies in the world that want to usher in the Great Reset. Either way, we're being kind, and I, and I pray to God, quote, they will be stopped. Now, People, it's funny, people on the far right claim to be Christian and evangelicals. I'm a Christian. I'm someone that loves Jesus Christ. I'm someone that unashamedly loves Jesus Christ and giving my life to Jesus Christ. I didn't see Jesus Christ telling people in the Bible that when they face disaster, hey, too bad, you're inferior. I don't remember that verse reading the, 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 the red letters in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the direct quotes from Jesus. I don't ever remember him in the parable saying that, hey, if you're not a Jew and calamity befalls you, that's too bad. Sucks for you. The Jesus that, that I love and I knew was compassionate. The Jesus that I love and knew would not be encouraging Israel is Israel's soldiers, the tribe of, of, of Israel and the tribe of Judah. He would not have been encouraging those people to, to whip the Dickens out of their opposition in times of crisis. Another, another just random comment. 
Wait, so every large crowd I've seen around has had police on horseback. It allows them to see in the large crowds and see potential conflicts. It also allows them to police larger areas with less officers. This is just normal procedures. Whipping people at the border, normal procedures. So you got some people that are just outright and say, hey. I read one comment where a person just said, hey, we not only should we whip them, we should be shooting them. Which is one form of racism. And then you have another form of racism which says, hey, I don't see what the media sees. This is a this is a mainstream media story. This is made up. This is this is George Soros and Kamala Harris and the the globalists, the elites. You know, the Alex Jones crowd. The the Newsmax crowd. What you're seeing is just a stage photo op. Where's the humanity? That's all I say. Where where where's the humanity? And what's going on in the United States? Why why do we like in the United States of America? Why do we enjoy seeing black people whipped? Why is it always that the most severe punishment goes to to people of color and the darker the color, the worse the punishment? If you don't think after seeing those pictures, if you don't think that conjures up images of slavery, Jim Crow, and we've seen voter restrictions or attempted voter restrictions, do, do you not see the writing on the wall? Am I, am I telling people to panic? No. Am I telling people to hate whites? No. Am I telling people to hate America? No. I'm just saying, look at the writing on the wall. There are people that want to take this world back 75, 100 years. Those people exist. They're people that are angry with what's going on in America, especially the, the, the colorization of America, the fact that America is becoming a much more diverse and less white country. And there are people that are willing to do anything or accept anything that will keep that from happening. And I just implore people to, to think about that. Pivot in my, to, to my, my next topic. I'm going to touch on real briefly. I'm really fired up about when you when you see this image of the the somebody getting whipped that that just really fires me up. I've been very fortunate to have some success in my career and and I like to give you know nuggets of wisdom or advice. I especially love talking about I love talking about what I've what I've been fortunate enough to accomplish in my executive career in healthcare and being an entrepreneur and, and I always have had great mentors. I've had great people that, that provided me with information that, that sat me down and said, Hey James, you're really great in these areas, but you need to grow in these areas. If you really want to get to where you're going, you've got to get better. And I'm grateful for that. I always took the information and the constructive criticism and appreciated it because it made me better. So now I try to, I try my best to provide that for others. And, and one of the things I wanted to talk about briefly you know, you see a lot of negativity and you see a lot of hatred and you see a lot of fraudulence on social media. You know, I think my generation is so wrapped up in the social media, so wrapped up into their appearance, manipulating their appearance, appearing to be happy, appearing to be thin, appearing to be rich. So you got people taking pictures and running filters on them so they look thinner than they are. 
You got people pretending to have money and wealth when the truth is they live in their parents' house at 45 and they're flossing some some Gucci loafers that they bought, but they live at home with their parents. You're darn near 50. People, the black activist that talks about the, the, the difficulties of, of the plight of black people and institutionalized racism when they have three kids that they don't take care of. The deadbeat father. You have so many people fronting and stunting and trying to be something they're not on the gram. And it's very easy to fall into that world. And it's very easy to spend your time trying to impress like everybody else. And my brief nugget of wisdom or whatever you want to call it, I implore people to move away from that. Um, I have 833 followers on Instagram. I've been able to build a very successful consulting business and media empire with 833 followers on Instagram. Getting likes on Instagram and getting attention on social media is not to be all in all. It does not mean that, that those people are happy. And I encourage people to, I have friends that have taken extended breaks from social media. I'm, I've taken kind of a break from social media. I have some things going on in my family really facing some family crises right now. And there's a lot of negativity and hatred. There's a lot of body shaming. There's a lot of political anger. There's a lot of, I see so much what makes me so sad, especially in the African-American community. I see so many people that are angry, both men and women are angry about relationships. Men that hate women. These worthless women, women ruin my life. They're greedy. They're thankless. They want more. They don't appreciate or respect me. And then I see a lot of women that feel the same way. Black men don't support us. You're critical of me. I can't be criticized. You're not meeting your obligations as a father. You're not meeting your obligations as the umbrella to protect me. And that makes me very sad. Also means that I can't indulge but so much in that. And I, and I discourage people that I care about from indulging in that too. There's so much hatred on social media. And, and I just encourage people, there, there are times, don't get your information from that. I always say with me, don't, don't listen to me. Fact check everything that I say because I'm giving you my opinions. There's a, there's a disclaimer on every one that, that, that airs the show. They say the views of the Lanchay Radio Network may not represent the, the views of WVOL or, or, or Urban One Network. Indulge in positivity. Indulge in people that are looking to pour into you and pour into others. Indulge in people that tell you that, hey, you're beautiful the way you are. You don't got to look like her. You don't got to have as much money as him. It's not about what house you have or what car you drive. It's about what's within. Indulge in that. Because all of this other stuff that's out there, you got a lot of people that are pretending to live a life that they don't really live that will then criticize you for not living the life that they pretend to live. And it's literally making people sick. It's literally killing people. Lance J Show. <laughs>
to the Lance J Radio Network. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to IndustriousOffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at IndustriousOffice.com.